You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we're going to talk about five strategies, five things that if you do right now, should guarantee growth in 2022. So it's an episode you don't want to miss. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after a number of years coaching competitive volleyball and as the head coach of the biggest college in Canada, I've become obsessed with helping coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to coach efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 82 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. How is everyone doing out there today? Happy New Year, Volleyball by Design listeners. Happy New Year. I wish you and your family a fantastic 2022 I'm happy to say goodbye to 2021. It was a rough year, as everyone knows, with the pandemic. However, things started to get back to normal before another variant came about. And you know what? Let's not talk about that. This is about positivity, not negativity on the show. But I wish you and your family a fantastic 2022. I hope uh, you accomplish all that you want to accomplish this year. And that kind of adds into a little bit about today's episode because today's episode are things that I hope are going to guarantee you growth in 2022. I'm so excited about sharing that with you. Um, But for my new listeners, welcome to the pod. Welcome. My name is Coach Brian Singh and I'm the host of the podcast. And thank you so much for tuning in and starting off your 2022 with me. I really appreciate that. And for my regular listeners, as always, thank you so much for joining in. I appreciate it. Now, I'm, uh, I'm actually dropping this episode a little bit late. I had a, We had a, a workshop this evening. I had a great workshop on efficiency. It was fantastic. We had a lot of coaches come out, and it seems like a lot of, a lot of people got some value out of it, which I'm extremely happy about. And if you're listening to this before January 6th, then you should know that doors are open to Digital Volleyball Academy which is my signature membership, which uh, basically I get to help and I get to help mentor coaches all around the world by welcome, welcoming them into my world, showing them behind the scenes to what we do in our practices, getting them access to all my courses that I've created, as well as jumping on coaching calls with them. There's a lot of stuff in DVA. And yeah, doors are open till uh, January 6th. So head on over to digitalvolleyballacademy.com. But if you're listening to this after January 6th, it is all good. You can sign up for the waitlist on digitalvolleyballacademy.com as well. Uh, before we get into today's episode, I got a new review that I want to share with everyone. Um, as always, I appreciate the ratings, the reviews. Thank you so much. And if you um, if you found value in any of my episodes in the past, you know it would mean a lot to me if you could leave a review. I do read them all, and it helps me create better episodes for the show. Uh, at the end of the day, I want to I want to talk about things that you guys want to hear. So let please drop me a review, five stars if you feel it's worth it. And I really appreciate it. And this review is from Jaren B08. Jaren B08, I appreciate the review. It says, uh, great quality content. I found this podcast a few months ago because I've been preparing for my first season as an assistant coach for high school and first season as a head coach for middle school. Thanks for uh, thanks for providing so much content. It's been so helpful and a huge uh, and a huge gain for me. 
gaining confidence as a coach going into the season. So Jaron, thank you so much for that review. I'm glad that I was able to give you a little more confidence going into the season, and I, I hope you found some great things that will help you with your upcoming season, so I appreciate that. Uh, so let's get to today's episode. Today's episode is about things that I hope I hope will guarantee growth for you guys in 2022. And a little bit of, so we'll talk about some different things. I actually did a, a similar episode like this in 2021, um, but I got a couple different things on here for you that if, so if you've listened to episode 2021, there's gonna be slightly some different things, but I do start it off with the same thing that I talked about then, which was the very first thing that I do every year. Now, I actually have not done it this year because of COVID and the, the rising case numbers. Um, I decided to not do this, but I do this every year. And it's simple as, you know, at the end of, at the beginning of every year, I go and I actually got this from a mentor of mine. And, and you may think this is crazy when you first hear it, but hear me out. Okay. So I rent a hotel room for the weekend or for a night. I should just for a night. Normally it's just for a night. And in that night, during that night, it's just me. Kids are at home, wife's at home, no one, it's just me. I go, I find a hotel, and I sit down that evening, and I plan. I plan, I plan out the entire year of, I, I set my goals, I plan my vision, I create a plan for executing my goals and my vision, and so forth, and I have a nice, a big sheet, whiteboard, whatever I have in there, and I, and I literally write it all out and I plan out my entire year. Now, you may ask, why do you go away to do this? Like, haven't you heard of, uh, you, have, you have an office at home and um, I do get work done in my office at home and things like that. But there's a big difference in going away and doing this at home. Now, I'm a really big believer in this. And I may have talked about this on the podcast before, but... I'm a huge believer in changing your environment. When you change your environment, the amount of creativity that I'm able to get during this time is incredible. It's way more creativity than I would have gotten if I was at home. Because when you're at home, you got the same, you know, the same things are happening, the same routine. It's just, it's a, it's a different, it's different. But when you go away, that's why sometimes when people want to, you know, invent things, they go to a different place and they get out of they get out of the city or when they want to really get away and think about certain things, they they get out, they go to a different place. And there, there's so much merit in that. I kid you not. And every year I, when I've done this, I've always come up with some great 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 ideals when I'm out and it's getting away from the normal and you can't get those same results at home. So believe it or not, Coaches, I know you, this may sound crazy, like, you know, you're going to spend money in a hotel room. Like, what are you doing? But really, truly, the creative juices that flow during that time when I'm away from normal is far beyond what I would get if I was here. And I've come up with a lot of really cool ideas that have helped me progress in my life by doing this, by changing my environment. I could probably do an entire episode regarding changing your environment, but it's it's really, it's really it's nice. Now, a couple of things that I do when I plan out my year is um, I have three main goals. One of them is my college team. 
So I plan out exactly what my what I want my college team to look like. What is the plan that I've put in place? Do I need to alter anything? Do I need to change a certain component of the plan? You know, what's going on? What do I want them to look like and how do we do that? So I, I really plan out my college team, my season, um, you know, and the season, it's weird because at the beginning of January, we're already in season. So I, I, I'm planning the end, like the later part of the season, in addition to the new upcoming season in the following year. So, and the off season and a lot of other things. So college, I really break it down. My second goal, my second plan that I have is DVA, Digital Volleyball Academy. I want to make sure that I continue to bring value to my members to continue to bring live trainings and things that will help my members grow as coaches. So I put a lot of time into making sure that I'm delivering an experience for them that they can get nowhere else. So I plan out DVA and uh, how what I'm going to change, what I'm going to add, you know, the feedback that I've gotten over the year and how we're going to progress for 2022. Okay. And then my third thing that I plan out is my personal goals, family goals. Um, what, you know, I have, I have two kids and a wife. What, 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 what does that look like? What do I want to accomplish this year with them? Uh, my personal goals for myself, I've actually made the personal goal to read a book a month. Now that would not be possible if it wasn't for this place called audible, audible, uh, I think it's audible.com, audible.ca, depending on where you are around the world, you can download it as an app to audible. And it, basically you can listen to books. It's an audiobook. And I do a lot of driving uh, and I do a lot of traveling with my team and things like that. And I have so much downtime traveling that before I was listening to music, the radio, whatever the case is. And I actually got into podcasts heavily in the last two years, which are great, by the way, but it's nothing like listening to a book. The amount of information you can get from a book is incredible. And I was never a big reader growing up. Um, I do appreciate the value of a book. Don't get me wrong. And the importance of a book. And it's actually, I'm at fault for not reading as much as I should have been. But being able to listen to books, honestly, coaches, that might be a game changer for some of you. It was actually a game changer for me because I could download all the books that I wanted to hear on this Audible. Now, there is a monthly subscription for audible.ca, depending on where you are. I think it's like $15 a month or it could even be less than that. And every month you're able to, you, you, get, you get one credit per month that you can get a book. So one book a month is basically what it allows you to do. And you can buy more credits if you want, but I get a credit a month and I've already finished two books, two books from December to I'm recording this January 3rd. And it's been incredible, unbelievable because I was able to just listen. When I'm cleaning the house, I listen to the book. When I'm doing anything that I can listen and do at the same time, I do it. And I pick up on so much and I've gained so much knowledge by reading these books. So one thing that you coaches can do that this will guarantee your growth in 2022 because you're going to be listening to things that will help you grow. If it's for entertainment purposes, that's another conversation, but this is something that can significantly help you. So uh, podcast is another thing that's also great too, that's free, you know, the pay for podcasts. Uh, there are actually some podcasts you can pay for, but that's besides the point. But podcasts are another way of improving your knowledge and skills as a volleyball coach, whether it's volleyball related, whether it's other types of characteristics or personality traits you're trying to improve on, you know, goal setting, habits, uh, whatever the case is. This is something, communication, you know, 
help uh, improving your speech so you can deliver to your uh, athletes a better lesson, whatever the case is. This is uh, definitely one in the right direction. All right. So goal number one, actually, that's kind of two goals, I guess, in, in a weird thing there, because changing your environment was the first uh, strategy in terms of your growth for 2022, changing your environment so you can go through the process of getting creative and thinking about what you need to do for the upcoming year. The second kind of built into that was was mine, which is read a book a month. And I just showed you how that's possible by audible.ca or.com as well as podcast. So definitely something that you could you could look into coaches. All right, um, let's move on to strategy number two. Now this strategy number two, I actually heard about in a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he talks about the story of the British cycling team. Now it's really interesting because I have applied this in 2021 and I'm going to continue applying this in 2022 and this singular thing I'm going to talk about really helped our growth as a program and it's going to continue helping our growth as a program in 2022 and I've never talked about it on the podcast before so strategy number two is this concept of aggregation of marginal gains so the story with the British national team um, it's an interesting story actually so the British national team unfortunately, was really, really, really poor. They had about 100 years of very poor performance. I think since 1908, the British riders only won just a single gold medal in the Olympic Games. And more embarrassingly, in the last, I think it was 110 years, that no British cyclist ever won the Tour de France. So over 100 years of mediocrity, unfortunately. And then, then something changed. Um, it actually was to a point where I remember reading that the um, one of the uh, professional bike manufacturers didn't want to sell their bikes to British riders because they were so bad and they didn't want them riding their bikes or seeing their bikes being used by them. So they refused to sell bikes uh, to the team because they were afraid that it would hurt their sales. So that was interesting. But anyways, um, so all of a sudden something changed. They hired uh, a coach named Dave Brailsford. Um, as new, He was not a coach, a new performance director. They hired him as a new performance director. And that's when everything changed. Now, what made him different than the previous coaches that they hired before was a strategy that he referred to as the aggregation of marginal gains, which basically means that everything, he focused on the tiny improvements. So, he said that you could break down everything by 1%. If you were to break down everything involved in cycling, every little thing involved in cycling, and improve it by 1%, then over time, when you, imp- when you get add all those 1% improvements compounded over time, you will have significantly improved your team. So that's the theory of aggregation of marginal games, is when you break down, now let's talk volleyball, when you break down volleyball entirely and you try to improve every aspect of the game by 1%, gradually over time, that will all compound and you would have significantly improved your team. And this was a really interesting concept. So what he did was he made small adjustments. So Brailsford made small adjustments um, to his cycling team. You know, they redesigned the bike seats. Uh, make it to make it more comfortable. They rubbed rubbing alcohol on the tires for better grip. 
um, they changed the shorts that the riders wore to you know maintain the muscle temperature. They tested you know a lot of different fabrics and they did every little thing that you could think of. And I th- and I remember too um, in the book they were talking about. Even things that you were unex- unexpected things, you know, like they tested different massage gels to see which one led to faster muscle recovery. They even hired a doctor to teach them proper hygiene so they would reduce the chances of them getting a common cold. They even looked at the different types of pillows and mattresses that the athletes were using so they, they could get better sleep. Like they went to every inch of everything that would help improve that one percent and over time as all of these added up these hundreds and hundreds of small improvements accumulated the results came faster than i think anybody could have ever imagined in just five years after brailsford took over the british cycling team dominated track events at the 2008 olympics in beijing and they won an astounding 60 percent of the gold medals available And I believe four years later at the London Games in 2012, the Brits raised the bar and set nine Olympic records and seven world records. And that same year, um, Bradley Wiggins became the first British cyclist to win the Tour de France. Uh, And I believe his teammates, I think the following year, a teammate of his uh, won the race and would go on to win the next, you know, three or four years in a row or something like that. Um, Basically, they had about six victories or sorry, five victories in six years. So incredible, an incredible, incredible story. Um, And it was interesting because that is a concept. It was just 1%. 1% every single year would make them that much better. So I remember, you know, it's interesting because it's so easy to overestimate the importance of, you know, one small improvement you know too often we convince ourselves like you know let's talk about dieting for example you know dieting losing weight that doesn't happen overnight that is the one percent it takes you know the changing your habits of meal prepping and exercise regimen and better sleep and all these different things all these little one percent changes over time will help you lose weight right and that is such an important thing that in our game we get we we gotta we can't you know go for the everyone wants to try to win we get that you want to win you do want to win but you're not going to win overnight right it's not going to happen so we have to think about it from an outside point of view and look at how do we get better each day for one entire year because if you get one percent better each day for one entire year you'll end up 37 times better by the time you're done and then the opposite way if you get 1% worse each day for one year, you'll decline nearly down to zero. So think about it this way. If you start off with small wins, you will slowly improve and you will get to your goal, or at least you're heading in the right direction. But if you have small setbacks, eventually you're going to go to zero. And that's the crazy thing. And sometimes it even goes worse. Because if you go if you go to zero, like if, for example, if you you know when people are trying to lose weight, when they are on a diet or whatever the case there is, and they stop and they go back down, they go back down way faster than they were when they were dieting. So these are things; these are that one, that one percent that we have to do better. So coaches, I've been talking about this for a while. When you look at your team, when you look at your program, I want you to break it down 
to the finest detail that you can and improve it by 1%. Now, we've done that in 2021, and I can tell you, coaches, with certainty, this has helped transform our program. Is when we started, I sat down myself and my coaches, and we tried to figure out how do we improve every single practice by 1%. And this comes, by the way, this is why practice planning is so important, because in a practice plan, that is essentially what you're doing. How are we improving by 1% during that practice? And when you make practice plans and write it down, you can easily gauge the progress that you're making over the season because you have that data in front of you. When you keep track of player profiles and statting practices and giving measurable feedback and you're gauging their progress over time, this is how you're improving that 1%. But it goes far beyond that. I want you to think about coaches, the things that you're, think about things you're not even thinking about right now. Like this is going to have, you have to sit down and break this down. What are all the nuances in your team and your program that you can do just 1% to get better and make those adjustments, write them down and unbelievable where you're going to end up. We did that this year and we're going to continue diving into that in 2022. And I think that our, our improvement is going to continue to skyrocket. Okay. Now this leads me into point number three, strategy number three. And it's a point that I think you're very familiar with. I talked about it a little bit on the pod before, but it's something that I want us to, uh, to want to mention before. Or I want to mention again, rather. And so much, we are so focused on team outcomes. We're so focused on winning a championship and having the team improve that sometimes I feel like we forget about having the athlete improve. And that is my strategy number three. I want you to not forget about your team goals, but I want you to focus on athlete development a little bit more than you did last year. Athlete development is the core of your team's success. And it kind of ties back to the player profiles a little bit, but I want you to think about each player and break down each player's weaknesses and their strengths. And how are we going to develop this athlete to be much better than they are now when we measure them, you know, six months from now? What are we going to do to make them much better than they were previously? And that is important. Focus on your athlete development. Measure it, track it, film it, do one-on-ones. Focus on that so that your team development will improve by default. Okay? So strategy number three is really dive into athlete development. And I think I have an entire podcast episode where I talk about athlete development. So it may be, it may be one that you want to um, listen to, and I don't have it off the top of my head right now, um, but I'll, I'll look for it. And if I, if I find it before the, this episode's over, uh, I'll let you know what episode it was. Um, but I, I talked about it uh, in the past. Uh, it was definitely a couple months ago, for sure, in terms of athlete development. Um, and I, I did interview, actually, I interviewed a player on episode 66, not a player, sorry, but a coach, uh, coach Chris Wildings, university coach, uh, and he talked about player development. So that's actually a good one. Episode 66, where he talked about player development. You might want to take a listen to that one. Um, and I'm, I'm a big player development coach, but that is something that I think we're going to continue doing in 2022 from a coaching standpoint. And when we shifted that mindset of player development, even at the college level, where we want to continue to develop our athletes and develop the skills, we grew as a program, as coaches. I grew as a coach because I was looking at volleyball programming in a different way and I was able to pick up on newer things working with athletes more intentionally than I was in the past and I was able to better myself as a coach tactically and technically by doing that so I think um, 
That is 100% something that I think will help you grow as a coach is when you start focusing and dialing in on athlete development. All right, strategy number four. Um, honestly, I want us to continue to improve our education. So I'm, I know you've heard me say this before, but this is gonna this is gonna guarantee growth in 2022 for sure. Is educate yourself about the game more. Learn. This kind of ties into my point number two about you know reading a book a, a a month. That was mine, but you know listening to things like that. But learn. Be a learner. And a second part to this is be an action taker. So learn and be an action taker, and you're gonna grow by default. Experiment experiment in your gym experiment with your players don't be afraid to try new things the greatest thing about being a coach is you get to do whatever you want to do in your gym you get to try new things out you get to experiment with your players have fun with it if you want to try something out that you think might work do it don't look for validation from other coaches and other people do it there's a reason you are a coach And that is because you get an opportunity to try and experiment and learn by doing that. There's no such thing as failure. In our gym, there is no such thing as failure. There was only learning opportunities. When we lose a game, we learned. We learned from that game. What could we do to improve upon that? We didn't fail. We learned. So do that. Be an action taker and learn and experiment and try new things. Grow as a coach. Don't be the same coach you were the year prior. So We are in 2022 now. Coaches, do not be the same coach you were in 2021. You can take some of the same things that made you successful, yes, but we're going to add to that and be better coaches and stuff like that. So I, you know, I always go back to the the John John Kessel story. I heard that John Kessel tell me this story. Said, if you were to ask a brain surgeon, okay, hey, are you doing the are you are you are you performing the, the the exact same way you were performing, you know, five years ago? And he would say, no, not a chance. I would get fired for malpractice if I was doing things out the way that we were doing things five years ago. And that's absolutely right, right? Every every year, more research comes out, things change, and they got to keep up with that or they get fired. Well, guess what? Coaches, things change. Volleyball improves, it evolves. Now, obviously, not everything changes, and we're not talking about big changes, but little things. You know, like in our game, all of a sudden, Think that the game has been got, getting a lot more faster. There's a lot more back row attacks than there used to be in the past. There's a, there's a hybrid. Think about that. Hybrid is a new volleyball term that wasn't around 10 years ago. The hybrid serve, you know, setting this or hitting the second ball. You know, when a ball is dug, that backcourt attack. That, these are all new things that teams are experimenting with. They're trying out, but that's a, that's advancing our game. Um, the element of film is even even more crucial now than it used to be. So all of these things are important. Learn, be an action taker, experiment, and your your growth is inevitable by doing that in 2022, okay? And the last point I want to leave you with to guarantee growth in 2022, and you've heard me say this before, find a mentor. I know, don't roll your eyes, coaches. If you're listening, don't roll your eyes because I know you've heard me say this a million times, but this single-handedly helped me improve as a coach in the amount of time that I improved in. And I, I, I tell this story all the time. I learned more in three weeks with a coach than I did in the previous three years doing it by myself because I was able to lean on their experience. I had that guidance. So coaches, find a mentor in your local area, your club, your school, wherever, your, your coach's community that you have in your regions. Find a mentor. But don't just find anybody. Find someone that you connect with. Find someone that you trust. 
Find someone that is going to have your best interests at hand. Okay. Sometimes you could, they could be great coaches, but not great mentors. So make sure that you don't just a great coach check mark. Yes, but that's not the only check mark. They have to have the other things, the connection piece, things like that. And if you can't find a mentor coaches, you always know you have me reach out. I have an entire academy where I mentor coaches for this exact reason, because I know how important it is. And that's Digital Volleyball Academy. So I understand the importance of this and I understand the importance of coaches finding mentorship because that single-handedly will fast-track your growth as a coach. All right, so let's just recap here. We talked about a lot of things. We talked about changing your environment and how much that can really stir your creativity as a coach and the ideals that will come out of that. We talked about planning your year and what I what my goals were, you know, my college team, DVA, as well as my personal goals about reading a book a month. Audible, podcast, utilizing that time where you can listen and learn and take uh, while you do other things, while you travel or while you have those da- that downtime. We talked about second strategy was the aggregation of marginal gains. We talked about that 1% improvement, that 1% improvement in all these little tiny areas compounded over time will increase in a significant amount for your team. Uh, strategy number three, we talked about focus on athlete development. So much in our game, we're focusing on team, 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 but we lose sight of the athletes are the most important aspect of the team. So really dive into athlete development, measure, track, film, do one-on-ones, really put an emphasis on developing each and every player on your team. Strategy number four, we talked about learn and be an action taker, experiment, experiment. Don't be the same coach you were in 2021. In 2022, you're going to be a better coach because you're going to do more things. You're going to experiment. You're going to learn more things. You're going to be involved in that. And then the last one, find a mentor. I can't stress that enough. I can't tell you how important that is. Find a mentor, someone that you trust, someone that you can connect with, someone that you can go to and and, and ask your questions and get that good feedback, someone that has your best interests at hand. And if you can't find one, you always have me as one as well, all right? And that's through my academy, Digital Volleyball Academy. If you found any value in today's episode, you know, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram too, by the way. Uh, You can find me at Singh underscore Coach B. It's Singh underscore underscore Coach B. Uh, and reach out. Let me know if today's episode was helped you or any of the other episodes have helped you in the past. I really love that feedback. I appreciate it. I value it because it helps me prepare and plan future episodes that you will find valuable as well. All right. That is it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Volleyball by Design podcast. I appreciate it. And I will see you next week. Take care. All right. Cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training? And instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days. When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.